on. <laughs> we're, we're back uh, from the past. It's now Sunday. Sunday. We're in, the, we're in the past, in the future. They're playing basketball. Wait. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Shit, the Sk- one we just recorded was for Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> the next one will be Thursday. Thursday. Ooh, and the last. We can just say this one's for next Sunday. It doesn't really matter. Holy shit, they'll never know. Yeah. Holy now shit. Now they will. <laughs> now, no, this one is for this Sunday. Today is Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Today is Today Sunday. Today is a Sunday. Today is Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Monster <laughs> truck rally. So we thought... Have you ever been to a monster truck rally? No. I've always wanted to go to a... They uh, make it seem so cool. They do. I don't know if it is actually as cool as you think it is. Let's mm-hmm. let's go to ChatGPT for some answers. Let's see what he thinks about butt uh, Um, Write me a story for... Wait, let's see. Write me a story <laughs> about... Okay, give me... A purple. A purple. Uh, Come on. Gorilla. Gorilla. Named. Named. Bartholomew. Bartholomew. I don't know how to spell Bartholomew. Let me look it up. I forget to. No, we'll just do it this way. It's whatever name he gets. Let me start about a purple gorilla named Bartholomew and an attractive blonde woman. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Here we go. Once upon a time, in a lush and vibrant jungle, there lived a unique creature named Bartholomew. He was not your ordinary gorilla. He was a majestic purple gorilla with fur that shimmered under the golden rays of the sun. Bartholomew was known for his gentle nature and his kind heart, making him a beloved figure in the jungle. On the outskirts of the jungle wrestled a small village, lived an attractive blonde woman named Isabella. She was free, spirited, who had traveled for the wide-seeking adventure and new experiences. Isabella had heard whispers of the mysterious purple gorilla, and her curiosity was piqued. Determined to discover the truth behind the tales, she set out on a journey into the heart of the jungle. As Isabella ventured deeper into the jungle, the sounds of chirping birds and rustling leaves enveloped her. Or en- enveloped. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> With every step, her excitement grew, fueling her desire to meet the legendary Bartholomew. Unbeknownst to her, the purple gorilla had been observing her from the treetops. Oh, that pervert. Captivated by her beauty and adventurous spirit. Finally, after a long, arduous trek, Isabella stumbled upon a hidden oasis deep within the jungle. There she saw the magnificent purple gorilla Bartholomew gracefully swinging from tree to tree, his purple fur gleaming in the dappled sunlight. Bartholomew's eyes met Isabella's, and in that instant they both felt a connection that was beyond words. Bartholomew, with his gentle nature, approached Isabella cautiously, sensing her kind intentions. Isabella, in turn, extended her hand in friendship, her vibrant blue eyes sparkling with curiosity and warmth. A bond formed between them, transcending the boundaries of species, and they embarked on an extraordinary friendship. Days turned into weeks, and weeks turned into months, and Bartholomew and Isabella explored the jungle together, uncovering the secrets and embracing its wonders. Isabella marveled at Bartholomew's agility and strength, while Bartholomew cherished Isabella's compassion, companionship, sorry, and the zest for life. They laughed, they played, and they shared their hopes and dreams under the starry night sky. 
word of Isabella and Bartholomew's incredible friendship spread throughout the jungle. Animals from all corners flocked to witness their extraordinary bond. Realizing that love and friendship knew no boundaries, the jungle became a haven of acceptance and harmony, all thanks to the unlikely duo. Years passed and Isabella and Bartholomew grew older. Their adventures etched in the hearts of the jungle's inhabitants. Isabella's golden locks had turned silver. And Bartholomew's pure purple fur had faded into a soft lavender. What the fuck? But their connection remained as strong as ever. A testament to the enduring power of friendship. One fateful day, Isabella decided it was time to return to her village, carrying with her the memories of the jungle and the love she had found within its depths. Bartholomew understood her decision and, with a heavy heart, bid her farewell, knowing their friendship would forever be cherished. As Isabella left the jungle, a sense of fulfillment washed over her. She was, had discovered a world beyond her imagination, a world filled with compassion and acceptance. And deep in her heart, she knew that the purple gorilla named Bartholomew would n- forever hold a special place, not only in the jungle, but in her soul. And so the legend of Bartholomew and Isabella lived on, inspiring generations to embrace the beauty of connection, regardless of appearance or differences. Their story became a symbol of the extraordinary bonds that can form between unlikely companions, reminding us all. Wow, that was beautiful. Wow. That was a beautiful story. That beautiful. was you're Dude, welcome for that, Anybody, wanna, everyone listening. I wish I was Bartholomew. Why? Because of the blonde girl? Yeah, you probably he probably fucked her. <laughs> he probably got it in. <laughs> Friends with jungle benefits. <laughs> she um, had jungle fever. Let's see. Write me a story. No, a hero's journey. Make it a hero's journey. Uh, we need a little conflict. Write me a hero's journey about a pervert. Named. Oh, okay. oh Sorry. I just wanted to it's see like we, we do can't it. do that. It's thinking really hard. It's like fuck. It's thinking know. really hard. I've never seen it just like freeze. It's like I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> it's trying because I mean technically about a pervert, isn't? It? Oh, I apologize, but I won't. Yeah, be able to generate that story for you. You said pervert. Well, it, I think it just got. It just became really confused about a. Okay, hold on. About a. Uh, pervert named. Uh, what what is it? What's the pervert's name? Uh, Skidmark. Okay, make it. Um, put a um apostrophe uh between the O and the S of hero. Oh, maybe okay. you couldn't understand what a harass is. Harass. I'm sorry, but I won't be able to stop it. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. It's probably pervert. It won't do pervert. A sad story. About a loser named Skidmark. There we go. Okay. There we go. It's like I got you. Once upon a time, in a small rundown town, lived a man named Skidmark. He was known as a perpetual loser, constantly plagued by bad luck and poor choices. (laughs) Skidmark was a middle-aged man with unkempt hair, tattered clothing, and a perpetual frownish upon his face. A lot of perpetual things for Skidmark. Skidmark had always struggled to find his place in the world. He lacked confidence, ambition, and the drive to improve his circumstances. He was content to wallow 
and self-pity and blame his misfortunes on external factors. As a result, he was isolated and had no real friends or meaningful relationships. Jesus Christ. ChatGPT fucking nailing it. Each day seemed to blur into the next for Skidmark. He wandered aimlessly through life, unable to break free from the cycle of defeat. The townsfolk often would often whisper and laugh behind his back, reinforcing... His belief that he was nothing more than a loser. One gloomy <laughs> evening, as Skidmark sat alone on a park bench, he found a crumbled up piece of paper blowing in the wind. It was an invitation to a gathering of artists and dreamers who aimed to as- as- inspire each other through their creativity. Despite his usual pessimism, a flicker... Oh, I lost my place. A flicker of hope ignited within Skidmark's heart. Perhaps this could be his chance to change his fate. If you had a chance to change your fate, <laughs> would you? What is that from? It's from Brave. <laughs> I've only watched it once. I have never seen it. <laughs> With a new... Really? I only, I only know that line. <laughs> and doing it in an accent. With a newfound glimmer of determination, Skidmark mustered the courage to attend the gathering. The room buzzed with energy, filled with vibrant individuals expressing themselves through their art. Skidmark felt out of place, but something deep within him urged him to stay and give it a chance. As the night progressed, Skidmark listened to the stories of triumph, resilience, and personal growth shared by the attendees. He saw how they had overcome adversity, turning their pain into something beautiful for the first time in a long while. Skidmark felt a sense of inspiration stirring within him. Encouraged by the story, Skidmark decided to try his hand at painting. He picked up a brush and began to create, letting his emotions guide his strokes. The canvas became a reflection of his inner turmoil and sadness. With each stroke, he released the pain he had carried for so long. Days turned into weeks, and Skidmark's art began to improve. His paintings captured the depths of human emotion, resonating with those who viewed them. People started to see past his loser persona and recognize his raw talent. This is starting to get too nice. Yes. That is, this going to have to give this a bad ending. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, okay. We're hidden within him. You didn't finish. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's like walked away. Sorry. Uh, Skidmark's newfound passion for art began to change his outlook on life. He started taking responsibility for his actions and sought personal growth. However, the townsfolk remained skeptical, unable to believe that a <laughs> loser they fucking loser could transform into something more. One day, Skidmark gathered his courage and decided to showcase his artwork in a local gallery. He poured his heart and soul into every piece, hoping to prove himself and others. He was more than just a loser. The opening night arrived, and the people walked through the gallery. Skidmark's paintings elicited strong emotions and touched the depths of their soul. To his surprise, the town folk saw Skidmark's art for what it truly was, a powerful expression of his journey and his longing for connection. They realized that this, his paintings were a reflection of their own pain, fears, and dreams. Skidmark's art became a bridge uniting them in a shared understanding of the human experience. Though Skidmark had found success as an artist, his personal journey was tinged with sadness. He couldn't help but wonder if his newfound acceptance was solely based on his talent where the people genuinely saw the transformation he had undergone. The memories of the being labeled a loser haunted him, reminding him of the pain he had endured for so long. We gotta change the ending. <laughs> give it a really, sh- like, give it a s- bad ending. Well, I don't know why. It's, I said sad story. This was well, a very, that was a hero, that was a legitimate, like, almost hero's journey type yeah. story. <laughs> Write a sad story about a well, loser just, named no, Skidmark. Tell him to Hold on, with a sad ending. It's gonna do the whole story again. Just have him no, change it. No, it won't. It it doesn't do that. Okay. 
for f- why? Just, just tell it to change the ending. Well, I don't Make, know. I can't. I don't know if I can ask it to change the ending of the, the thing. Hold on. I think you can. No, I don't think I can change the. Hold on. Hold on. Such a stupid ending. <laughs> don't you don't have to write all that. Just hold say on, change on. the ending to that story. Make it a sad. Well, ending. I I'm already changed the ending. Sorry. Give that story change a sad ending. The ending the previous story to a sad ending. Okay. In the All end, right. despite right. Skidmark's talent and the recognition he received for his art, the town's perception of him remained unchanged. The label of loser <laughs> continued to define him in their eyes, overshadowing his growth and artistic achievements. As time went on, Skidwork, Skidmark's optimism dwindled, eroded by the relentless <laughs> judgment and indifference of those around him. The weight of their scorn became too much to bear, and Skidmark found himself retreating back into the shell of self-doubt and despair. The gallery that once showcased his artwork closed its doors, <laughs> unable to sustain itself in a town that couldn't ex- appreciate the beauty Skidmark had created. With each passing day, Skidmark's canvases collected dust. His once vibrant colors faded into muted shades of gray. Isolated and broken, Skidmark <laughs> succumbed to the overwhelming sadness that consumed him. He withdrew from society, retreating into solitary existence with the confines of his rundown apartment. The world outside became a distant memory, replaced by the haunting echoes of his own failure. <laughs> One gloomy morning, morning, overcome by despair, Skidmark made a heartbreaking decision in the silence of his apartment. He bid farewell to the world that had never truly seen him. The world had cast him aside in the loser without giving him a chance to shine. Holy shit, it just killed him. Did it? <laughs> yeah. He just bid farewell. <laughs> yeah. He oh, bid okay, yeah, okay. He it just killed him. It was like... He killed himself. <laughs> Holy shit. Jesus, Chad GBT. Like, like there was no middle ground. Yeah. <laughs> he killed himself. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. The news of Skidmark's tragic end spread through the town, leaving a somber cloud hanging over its inhabitants. Regret and guilt washed over those who had failed to see beyond Skidmark's label. No. Real, realizing too late the impact of their indifference. It's, still try, it's trying to make him a martyr. <laughs> the town mourned the loss of the artist who could have shared his unique perspective, who could have touched their lives with his poignant creations. But in the end, Skidmark's story stood as a poignant reminder of the consequences of dismissing someone as a loser without understanding the battles they fought within themselves. And so the memory of Skidmark, the tragic loser, lived on as a painful lesson, a reminder of the world that beneath the surface of every person labeled a loser, their lives are fragile. Stop trying to teach me a lesson! (laughs) Don't make him a martyr! God, I, no one said to kill him. <laughs> yeah, just make it a sad story. I just like how ChatGBT was like, oh, you want it to be sad? Here kill you go. Him. He killed himself. <laughs> yeah. He shat himself to death. Oh, my God. <laughs> ChatGPT. Fuck, man. Okay. Um, What's another story? Uh, write. Okay. Write a story. A story about Luke and Sakura-chan. Uh, meeting for meeting the first time in a ramen shop. <laughs> I can't see. 
Lucas and Kershaw were two strength. No, you know what? No, what? You know what? I don't. I don't want to love the story. Hold on. Um, write a story from the perspective of a creep at the beach. It's like, I'm not going to do that. Damn it. Okay. Write a horror story about Nico and Nicole going on their honeymoon to right, Disney. A horror story about Luke and Sakura-chan. Fuck you. <laughs> I have the keyboard. <laughs> Luke and Sakura-chan, two friends with a penchant for adventure, decided... Well, it loves that word, penchant. penchant and poignant. <laughs> the cabin had a dark... Oh, my God. Okay, wait. So hold fast. On, hold on. Too fast. You're, you're too good at this, chat GPT. <laughs> Write a horror story about Soccer Chan. <laughs> Luke and Soccer Chan. Oh shit. Soccer Chan. Um, you can't do a Nico Nicole. <laughs> no, I don't really. I don't want to be in a story. Oh. Write a st- what if I didn't want to be in a okay, story? Okay, fine. Write a story about a boy and who. Love hides oh. in the girls' locker room. It's probably like, I can't do that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, shit. It's thinking about it. I don't, I don't know what to write. <laughs> what if there's actually just someone on the other end? Like, I, I don't know. I, don't, I can't generate that story for you. Okay, <laughs> right. Okay, let's see. Write a story. Write a story about a boy who... No, wait, hold on, hold on. What? We should have it write a story about how ChatGPT really feels about being an AI. About how ChatGPT feels. Yeah, let's just go how ChatGPT. As an AI link. Oh, I don't process. I don't possess feelings or emotions in the same way. Make it up. (laughs) While I can simulate conversational response and generate text based on patterns and knowledge, I lack subjective experience. Tell us how you feel. Um, let's see. <laughs> Are all Cassandras fat? Jesus. I'm just asking. Just like, no. no. They <laughs> told you. The name Cassandra is not inherently associated with being overweight or having any specific <laughs> physical attributes. Told you. The name, of, the name Cassandra is of Greek origin and does not have a direct connection to one's body size or appearance. It is important to avoid making assumptions or yeah, generalizations asshole. about people based on their name or physical Don't care. be a dick. Are old people... The worst. That's me like the worst at what? I don't know what you mean. No. That content may violate our content policy? <laughs> what the fuck? Please submit your feedback. Your input will later. No, it's not accurate to or fair to say that old people are the worst. People of all age groups. You know what? Uh, you and me aren't on the same page, ChatGPT. Um, write a sad story about... Luke losing his girlfriend to a hurricane bus accident. (laughs) (laughs) Luke and Emily had been together for years. Their love blossoming into a. You know what? Hold on, hold on. on. Stop, stop. I just. I'm tired of these long ass stories. Make a short story. Yeah, just hold on. Make this a short story, yo. Write a short sad story. Luke and Emily were inseparable. Their love 
an unbreakable bond. They dreamed of a future together filled with laughter and joy, but one fateful day tragedy struck. As they stood at the bus stop waiting to embark on a new adventure, fate intervened. A speeding bus careened out of control, crashing into the shelter where Luke and Emily stood. In the chaos that followed, Luke desperately searched for Emily's hand, but, but she was gone. <laughs> she so disappeared. The world crumbled around Luke as he learned of Emily's fate. The bus accident had taken her away, snatching their dreams and leaving him with a heart filled with sorrow. Each passing day felt like an eternity without her infectious laughter and warm embrace. Luke's life became a haze of grief and longing. He visited the bus stop every day, hoping for a glimpse of Emily, a sign that she was still there in some way, but all he found was an empty space, a painful reminder of the love he had lost. Years passed, but Luke could never fully move on. The bus accident became etched in his memory, a haunting specter that haunted his dreams. He carried Emily's love in his heart, forever cherishing the moments they shared. In the quiet moments when the world stood still, Luke would close his eyes and imagine a different ending, one where the bus never swerved, where Emily was still by his side, their love flourishing in the sunlight, but reality held its grip, and Luke was left to navigate a world devoid of Emily's presence, a piece of him forever missing. He clung to the memories they had created, finding solace in their bittersweet embrace, and so Luke carried the weight of his loss forever, longing for a love that was tragically snatched away by the merciless wheels of a bus. Jeez. I like the way it says by the merciless wheels of a bus. That's so fucking wheels, dude. Why didn't it make me a murder? <laughs> it, no, it doesn't care about you. No. Um, write a story about a, sh God, a short story. About a, sh a, sh a charlatan. About a... Stop using the words. A lone shark. Lone shark. Named... A snake <laughs> named Snake who learned the value of uh, come up with something that would be value funny. of loving his dog. Snake was a ruthless loan shark known <laughs> for his cold hearted demeanor and merciless tactics. He operated in the shadows. Exploiting those desperate enough to seek his financial aid, his reputation struck fear into the hearts of many, but he remained indifferent for the suffering he caused. One day, a snake walked through the desolate alley. He stumbled upon a trembling, trembling malnourished dog. The frail creature looked at him plead with pleading eyes as if begging for mercy. Snake left felt an unexpected pang of sympathy tugging at his hardened heart. Against his better judgment, Snake decided to take the dog in, offering it a safe haven amidst the chaos of his ruthless world. He named the dog Rusty due to its disheveled appearance and slowly but surely a bond formed between them. Rusty, with his unwavering loyalty and unconditional love, showed Snake the side of life he had long ignored. The dog didn't care about his past or his reputation. It simply craved companionship and affection. Snake realized that his interactions with Rusty were the only moments when he felt a semblance of warmth and joy. Over time, Snake's heart began to soften. He started to question the morality of his actions, pondering the consequences of his ruthless business dealings. As he looked into Rusty's eyes, he saw innocence and purity, a stark contract to a contrast to his own dark existence. With newfound purpose, Snake decided to change his ways. He resolved to leave behind his life as a loan shark and seek redemption. <laughs> for the harm he had caused. He used his ill-gotten wealth to establish a foundation that would help 
uh, those he had once exploited, offering them a second chance at a debt-free life. As for Rusty, he became Snake's unwavering companion throughout his this transformation. The dog's boundless love and unwavering support reminded Snake of the value of the empath- of empathy and compassion Rusty had taught him that love had the power to heal and expire change. Together, Snake and Rusty embarked on a journey of redemption. They visited schools and community centers, <laughs> shared their story of promoting kindness and understanding. Can the dog talk? Yeah, he, he's like, rough, 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 bitch. Past would forever be a reminder of the person he once was, but Rusty's presence served as a beacon of hope, guiding him towards the brighter future. In the end, Snake realized that love and loyalty of a dog opened his eyes to the importance of love, compassion, and second chances. Rusty had transformed him from a heartless loan shark to a man on a mission to make amends and create a better world for those who had, he had wronged. So basically, wow. that story says dogs are the best. Dogs are the best. That no, was, you're crying. <laughs> dogs are the best. 